Welcome back to the conclusion of Pastor Tim's message from Luke chapter 11, verse 3, entitled, The Provision of Prayer. God hears prayer. God answers prayer. Those simple statements boost my confidence in praying and asking God for my daily needs. Today, we will conclude the message on the provision of prayer as we study Luke chapter 11, verse 3 of the model prayer. Here's Pastor Tim. There's a lot of talk on the news these days about Ukraine. I got to go to Ukraine several years ago and teach at a school there in Kiev, or Kiev as they call it now. Um, we were in a school, and we stayed at the school, we ate at the school, we did everything at the, at the school. So, you know, the menu pretty much was cabbage and potatoes one day, and potatoes and cabbage the next day, <laughs> just to give you some variety, you know. So we'd had enough, and we discovered that if you took the train, then you could go to downtown Kiev, and they had a McDonald's. Glorious McDonald's. And this was in the day when McDonald's served extra-large. They had two extra-large fries that day. Took a picture of it. That's, you know. But you know what, what we did, we, we asked the students that were there. The students were late high school, early college age. So we told them, we're going to McDonald's. You know, anybody want to come with us? We will take care of you. You know what most of them said? Psh, they're not really going to McDonald's. I mean, McDonald's is like a treat. They're not, they're not going to take us there. They're just talking. And so about half of them, I guess, just stayed home. So from our group, we just kind of divided everybody up. I had six. Every one of them got a Big Mac meal. <laughs> Every one of them got a milkshake. Every one of them got a hot fudge sundae, you know. I got two large orders of fries and a caramel sundae. And it was $20. We miss out on so much, don't we? Just because we're not so sure that God's really going to supply our needs. When to Him, it's nothing. Your prayer life will go through these seasons that are new every day. Just like your adventure with God is new every single day. But just like the seasons, your prayers will go through those same kind of times. Sometimes your prayers will be cold. And feel like they go nowhere. There's a wintry season in prayer. It seems as if you don't know if you really will get your necessities or not. And certainly you don't know a way to be able to secure them for yourself. Then there are times when your prayer life is more like springtime. It's not perfect. You know, you have some bad days along the way. But it seems like things are looking up. Things are getting just a little bit better. My prayer life isn't what it used to be. It's better than it, but it's better than it has been, you know. Sometimes, though, your prayer life is like a sunlit summer day, and you just bask in the warmth, in the sunshine of who he is. And it's enough. You don't even find yourself asking for things very much. 
You just want to spend time with Him. And then there are times when your prayer life just seems to be getting just a little bit more older, maybe a little bit more mature. It's the autumn time. In all likelihood, you've gone through those seasons in your prayer life. And guess what? They're coming back. (laughs) Just like every season continues to come back, those seasons are going to come in your prayer life. So how do you get out of the winter time of prayer, the winter season of prayer, when it seems like it just, it just drags on, you know? I mean, it just seems like you know, God's on vacation or something. He's taking a, a lengthy vacation, and, and I have no way really of getting in touch with him. How do you get through that? How do you change that? It's day by day by day. God's not on vacation. He's exactly where he needs to be. And he may be getting you right where you need to be as well. There's a third thing I want you to see in this passage. He says, give us day by day our daily bread. Answered prayer has specifics. Sometimes we ask our request in general, Lord, whatever I need for today, just give it to me. You know, Lord, if I've sinned somehow today, please forgive me. Lord, help all the people in the world. You know, I mean, I guess the sentiment is good, it's there, but the request here is specific. Give us day by day our daily Bread, our daily bread. Again, I I said I'd mention this again. It takes me back to the Exodus, doesn't it? So there in the wilderness, the, the people are hungry and they're asking God for bread. And so God answers them with this manna from heaven, this white, snow looking layer that just finds its way on the ground. If you say, what is manna? Then I would say, that's right. <laughs> that's what the word manna means. What is it? They, they didn't know what it was. They didn't know what to call it. But it was God's provision for them every single day. The Hebrews asked God for this, and God supplied it for them every single day. And when it came time for Sabbath, what did He do? He gave them a double portion. Now, I want to tell you something. I'm just critical enough. I I reckon if I had spent Monday through, well, for them, Monday through Thursday, (laughs) you know, picking up manna, you know, and and, and I've already learned if I pick up too much, it's going to spoil. And then he tells me on Friday, you need to go and get a double portion because none's coming on Saturday, right? I'm probably not going to pick up enough for Saturday because I don't want it to spoil. It's so easy, isn't it, to get out of believing the Lord even when He comes through with His answers and His promises. Is asking Jesus specifically for something, does that mean that He's now going to open up the windows of heaven 
and just shower manna on them just because they ask? No, but I mean, it, it, it's in His will, so His promise in Scriptures to hear and to answer, it might not come exactly the way that I expected. I don't think they expected manna. They expected bread, right? That's what they're asking for. Give us our daily bread, and they end up getting manna. But that was in the morning. Remember what they got in the evening? They got quail in the evening. They didn't ask for that one. And, and yet God continues to bless them abundantly in ways that they may not have ever even thought of. I know Bill Hybels is probably not the best person to quote these days, but he has an excellent book called Too Busy Not to Pray. In that book, he suggests that God answers prayer specifically, but he also answers them in different ways. This is what he says. For example, when the request that you make is not right, in other words, it's the wrong thing to ask for, then God answers you. He answers with the word no. Okay? But if your request is right, but the timing is not right, then God answers with the word slow. If the request is right, and the timing is right, but I'm not right, you know, I'm just, I'm just not ready yet, then God answers with the word Grow. But if the request is right, and the timing is right, and I'm right, then God answers with the word, go. God answers prayer, and I believe that He does so specifically. Because He answers specifically, I think that we should ask specifically. We're in a relationship with God. A real one. A father-son, father-daughter relationship. He didn't want to be your sugar daddy. But he does not mind his children coming to him with request. And he certainly expects his children to believe that their father is able to provide the answers to those requests. My faith in him should skyrocket when I ask him And he answers, and I can comprehend the combination of his love for me and his omnipotence in the world. It changes how we ask, doesn't it? All right. What we've been doing on these Sunday nights, the invitation is prayer. You know, you're free to pray right there where you are. You're free to come to the altar and pray. You're free to come pray with me if you want to. But it's prayer time. All right? Tonight we're talking about God's provision. We're talking about asking and asking specifically. And then watching for Him to answer. In Psalm, the fifth Psalm, the Bible says, I prayed and then I looked up. You know, in other words, I prayed and I asked. Now I'm, now I'm expectant as I pray. So here's the question for you. What is something that you want to ask the Lord for? Something specific 
That may impact other people, but it's something for you. I want to give you an opportunity to pray those kind of prayers. Maybe you'd say, I don't know. I don't know if I feel comfortable airing my own laundry out there, you know, what it is I want to pray for. I'll tell you what you're going to find in here are a bunch of people who love you. And when you say, Father, I pray for fill in the blank, everybody else in this room needs to be able to pray, God, provide blank for my brother or sister. Right? Praying right along with one another. All right? So let's keep going. You ready? Tonight, I want to do it a little bit backwards. I'm going to start, and I want to let Sean finish when he thinks that we're through. Okay? This year, at Britt David, we would like to challenge you to share the love of Christ with those you come into contact with each day. Remember, he who wins souls is wise. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at BrittDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.